It's 9.30 in 716. Now that we have Oshai Children's Hospital up and running, what to do with the old Women and Children's Hospital in Buffalo? This project, when it's complete, will be a better project than it was when it was just a concept. So I just really ask that you consider thoughtfully. People are used to, uh, you know, uh, a way of life around here, and they want that to continue, and they don't want big, large development doesn't fit in coming here and, and, uh, and being pushed on them in any way. I'm Tim Wenger. On the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. I was there. Hundreds of residents were at Lafayette Presbyterian Church, too, Wednesday night for a lengthy, sometimes emotional meeting on the plans for the old children's hospital site in the Elmwood Village. Developers rolling out their visions and renderings for the area, which includes hundreds of apartments, condos, townhomes, along with a mix of retail and residential space, too. Two new buildings are included. One is six floors. You can see all those renderings at WBEN.com. The room was packed, and the speaker after speaker standing before developers and voicing their concerns, offering suggestions. There's a lot at stake here. You have residents and neighbors and business folks that are interested in the project. Councilman David Rivera represents a good portion of the Elmwood Village and watched and listened attentively. You can tell by the attendance here today, we have approximately 300 people there with diverse ideas and wishes and concerns um, looking at the project overall. Um, I was very impressed with the project. Um, They are giving the community some of the things that they want, green space, art, park, um, affordable housing. There are a number of things that we're still working on. Uh, There's a concern regarding the height of the building, so certainly we're going to take a look at that. Um, But I think this project, when it's complete, will be a better project than it was when it was just a concept. That's the part of the process to make it project even better, and I think that's what's going to happen once this is complete. What stage is it at? What stage is the project at? Well, right now it's in the planning and design stage. Um, There's nothing before the City of Buffalo in terms of uh, any approvals yet. There are no applications to the planning board, zoning board, or to the city that I know of which means that they're engaging the community before they go to the city, which is a good thing. They're actually here engaging the community, holding meetings. Um, it's been, I don't know how many meetings they've held, but it's been numerous meetings, and they continue to meet with the community to mitigate the concerns of the community. Um, and I think that's what will make it a better project. Once uh, you know, they include some of the things, some of the changes that the community wants, I think it will be even a better project. Do you have any concerns, uh, you know, either personally or from, from your council office? Well, my, my concern is always to listen to you know, all of the ideas and then work to mitigate. And not everybody's going to agree, but you try to get uh, as many people to agree as you possibly can, and you move forward. Um, there's some concerns, uh, obviously, and you can see the emotions here today. There are some people very emotional when it comes to affordable housing. Um, they're emotional when it comes to the height of the building and perhaps the materials that they use on the building. But that's part of the process. This is, uh, this, this is uh, where we get a chance to vent and listen to those folks and then take it back and discuss it. I, I, I want to come about this And just mention something a little bit different. Among the many speakers was Nancy Gurney. She's not upset at the plans or opposed really to anything in particular, 
but she offered a suggestion that resonated with the carefully listening developers. Um, Children's Hospital was there my whole life. People came in and out. Um, great things happened there. Appendixes came out, tonsils came out, babies were born there. It was a really, basically a very happy place if you, if you grew up around there, lots of activity. Um, I have been fortunate enough to be able to volunteer at Children's Hospital and, and through since it's been there and now in its new space. Um, and what I've come to realize is that it wasn't a happy place for everybody. There were some people who didn't make it out of Children's Hospital on Bryant Street. And I think it's really important that, that the developers understand that it's a great new beginning for this place. But there are a lot of feelings and everything that are left on that ground. And when you talk about green space and, and you're sort of saying, well, expand it, maybe walkways and stuff, and we'll put some green grass, and maybe we'll put some flowers and stuff. But if, if that was the last place you saw your child, or that was the last place that something really significant happened in your life, isn't, a, isn't there a way in memory you could carve something out of that place so that people can go by it and, and, and reflect and just, just let it be that it's not a whole new development and, and, you know, that part of life is gone and we're moving on. So I just really ask that you consider thoughtfully that it wasn't just, you know, a neighborhood that left. It was, it was lives that were fixed and, and most of the cases, very happy, happy situations, but in some, not so much. And I, I would really appreciate it if you would acknowledge that. Thank you. So after the lengthy meeting came to a close, I talked with the developers to get their take on what had transpired. Any surprise at the level of passion and engagement? Bill Palladino? No, not at all. People now in Village have been passionate about this area for a long, long time. And with all the new development going on here uh, from different developers, including myself and Elmwood and, Elmwood and um, Delavin, uh, we realize that passion is going to continue. And people are used to uh, you know, uh, a way of life around here, and they want that to continue, and they don't want big, large development doesn't fit in coming here and, and, uh, and being pushed on them in any way. And with our development, we feel um, it, it's a big campus. It's over 700,000 square feet. It's over seven acres. And we feel we have a nice plan that creates some density, hopefully can um, you know, add to the fabric of this community and help, help uh, the small business owners here and help bring more small business here. Um, and give people both affordable and market rate rents to, uh, to live with. As much as everyone, some people here, I should say, were um, telling, asking us you know, what type of rents that they can be able to afford it and things like that, uh, we think there's going to be there's gonna be affordability for every class here. Uh, we, we already know that. Wolf rent's probably as low as six, $700 here a month, all the way up to you know, 2000 probably a month. But, but we are going to make it affordable. It's a commitment we made to the Mayor Brown in the city of Buffalo and other community members in the pack, and, and we're going to make good on that commitment. Nick Sinatra is a key stakeholder in the project, which will point northward of $100 million. He's confident their plans are close, but he knows there's room for improvement. Now, we love it. It's a great project. And, um, you know, this is, a, this is one of the multiple steps that we've had in terms of community engagement. Uh, there's some great feedback here. We're going to uh, take it into consideration, and uh, we're going to continue to fine-tune the, the, the plan and see where we are in a few more weeks. Can you talk about how 
how you guys kind of come to this play? Because I know this has been a long time coming, sure. but as far as physically getting in there, it's only recently you guys were able to get a full picture because the hospital is still kind of moving out, right? Exactly. So um, Kaleida uh, vacated the hospital, Women's and Children's Hospital, at uh, the 15th of November. And so up until that moment, it was a functioning hospital. So we were not allowed in there by state, by state health law. And so uh, we weren't even able to really get in and do any investigation or due diligence uh, until that day. Um, and then the last two months, they've been actually vacating all the equipment out. So and that happened January 12th, I believe. And so just recently, we've been able to get in there and take over the, the project and start breaking down walls and you know, doing, it, doing the examination that we have to do to, to, to see what's behind the walls and figure out how we're going to heat the space and do electrical in the space that, that is going to be most, mostly residential and commercial in nature, not a functioning hospital. So uh, it's a challenge, but we'll get there. Nick, did you hear anything tonight that surprised you, anything new? No, I think it's great. Um, one of the reasons that makes this community so great is that people are really engaged and they're really engaged about uh, what happens here from all fronts, not just development. And uh, I think there's some good dialogue here and we're going to take it under advisement. And um, in terms of anything that surprised me, no, I, I, one of the things I really loved was the, was the idea of uh, putting some sort of uh, children's memorial in, in or around the existing uh, hospital, and I think that's a really thoughtful idea, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna follow up on that and see how we can make that happen. What's the next step? What's the next step now? So we're going to regroup as a development team and take under advisement what was said here, uh, and we're going to see how we can improve on the project. And um, at that point, then we start the formal process with the city of Buffalo in terms of, of submitting uh, drawings and submitting um, the documentation that's required under their process to seek planning approval and uh, zoning board of variances, et cetera, et cetera. Could you respond to two concerns? One was about the amount of affordable housing and the cost. I mean, do we know the numbers yet on that? And can, and can the amount increase as far as the number of affordable housing? Sure. I mean, we're, we're still talking to folks um, about, about um, the number and amount of affordable housing here. And I think it's a testament to us to, that, that we're forward thinking enough to, to, to actually look at this before uh, where anybody's mandating us to do it. Uh, I'm a believer and I think there's a huge demand, I agree, for affordable housing in this community. We're doing a lot of it all over town. In fact, um, we're, we're probably the firm doing the most affordable housing around town right now and I think there's a great opportunity for some on the site. We just got to figure out the right number and um, I think we'll be able to come in an agreement uh, based on demand but also based on what the economics of the project are going to be. Next step, another go-round with those plans before any final approvals are sought. We're back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.